Hello, everyone, and welcome to Edge Got In Podcast. My name is Dr. Estella, and today I will be talking about the five types of prayer and knowing its importance in prayerful communication. As you know, I normally conduct these with my co-host, Sister Lauren, but she's not with us today, but she'll be back with us in the subsequent Edge Got In Bible Studies. These podcasts, as you know, are done weekly, and our Bible template and our Bible studies and our podcast can be found on www.edgeguidean. So I invite you to go and listen to our library podcast, blog on our site, and write us with any prayer or question you have. This is a godly project, and we are all in this together, listeners. Just a reminder also that the format of these studies teaches us in four areas, and that is learning, reflecting, adjusting, and maintaining, which I will expand upon on this podcast. Before I begin, I want to pray. Heavenly Father, help move us today through this Bible study that we might use the knowledge given to us to educate others on prayer. Let the knowledge that we gain from your word and communication to us be translated to others in a meaningful, spiritual, godly way. Please, dear Father, bless us with what you give us today and every day. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. So again, this is Edge God in podcast week 25, and it's on the five types of prayer, knowing its importance in prayerful communication. Now, in this podcast, we're going to explore the five types of prayers, and we're going to talk about what they mean to us and how we can get better prayers up to God. But before we do that, we need to probably define what prayer is. And so prayer by definition is a petition of God. It's words spoken to him. It's how we communicate to him. Most people, of course, know the act of praying. And this is done a lot of times in very stressful situations when we're in great need. But it also should be done when we're at our highest point in life. Because prayer is the way we exercise a personal relationship with our God. I want to say this again. Prayer is when we exercise a personal relationship with God. So why wouldn't we want to know the importance of how to pray? And as Christians, it's the most important thing we do. I'm going to say that again. It's the most important thing we do as Christians. So thinking on that, we need to really know how to approach it and how to make sure we perform it to the utmost importance to us and to God. So this study is not about complicating prayer, because we don't want to do that. We want to make sure uh, there are a lot of theological uh, meanings behind prayer, and it would take literally uh, days to go over uh, just outlining the types of prayers and what they mean. But what we want to do is just take a high-level approach to understanding their differences. Now, specificity is so important to God. And we know that God, you know, when I was growing up, my mom said, be specific in your prayers. You know, don't just say, God, I thank you, God. Or sometimes when you, if you're Catholic, you go to confession, oh God, this one, be specific in what you want. And specificity is so important to God because he works on that. You know, uh, Psalm 34, 15 says, the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are attentive to their cry. 
He's listening, guys. And many times we don't think he's listening, especially in that darkest hour. I know I prayed for things and I'm like, God, are you listening to me? Because they don't happen as quite as when I want them. But as I wait on the Lord, be of good courage. He strengthens my heart and I'm able to see the things that he wanted me to have that I asked for maybe years ago, that in actuality, I need it right now, not then. So we're going to start by learning. Okay, so the type one prayer, worship. We all love to worship and praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I love the gospel singing. I love the singing that exalts him in greatness, that acknowledges our dependence on him for all things. These prayers of praise are wonderful because they acknowledge God for what he is. Prayers of love and charity are another form of prayers of praise. A good example of the importance of worship can be seen in John 4, 21 to 24. When God speaks to the woman at the well, she was a Samaritan, a race of people that the Jews utterly despised as having no claims on God. And she was also an outcast and looked upon badly by other people. John 4, 21 to 24 says, Woman, believe me, the hour has come, which neither in this mountain nor in Jerusalem will you worship the Father. You worship that which you don't know. We worship that which we know, for salvation is from the Jews. But the hour comes, and now it is, when the true worshipers will worship the Father in the spirit and truth. For the Father seeks such be his worshipers. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. Basically, Jesus doesn't confront the woman about her adultery and all the things that she's out, the reason she's outcast, but he confronts her by speaking to the Samaritans on the way they worship idols. So one of the things you might think about is how, when you're prayer, when you're worshiping, are you worshiping an idol? Are you really worshiping God? Are you thinking beyond that image of the cross and thinking of what the cross really means? Are you thinking beyond that, that pastor that's in front of you and thinking about what he's saying and what God's given him to say? Worship and praise is so important. It is a type of prayer that God loves. He loves to be adorned in worship, but we need to do it in the right way. The second type of prayer is petition and intercession. Prayers of intercession are another form of prayer. This is when you are not concerned with your needs, but the needs of others. Through our prayers for others, we're asking God to shower his mercy on them by answering their requests. Intercessory prayer is very powerful. Uh, we, we, uh, to pray for the needs of others in their situation is, is just wonderful, right? Uh, these prayers could be for healing, for needs, and peace. You know, I, uh, I remember uh, always when I meet someone and they're telling me their struggles, what people do sometimes, you meet strangers and they tell you struggles, and you say you're going to pray for them, pray for them. I try to immediately do it then because sometimes I don't want to forget. And that intercessory prayer was given to me for a reason. They were in my life for a reason. And that's why we should be praying. In Matthew 6, 9 through 13, uh, I usually use the King James Version. It says, as this manner, therefore pray ye. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, as it is in heaven. Give us this air daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
for thy is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. That prayer is so powerful. It's the Lord's Prayer, and we need to say this daily. I sometimes wake up in the morning saying the Lord's Prayer or go to night doing it, so it's important to do that. So prayer of intercession, intercession and petition is the second type of prayer. Number three is prayer of supplication. This is lifting your needs to the Lord. This prayer involves an action of asking and begging for something earnestly and humbly. We have to remember that humble spirit, right? Historically, the word supplication comes from the Latin word supplicare, which means to plead humbly. And the root word is and this and, and supple as a root. Supplication is a form of prayer, but uh, to be considered as uh, sometimes people are kneeling down or bending down, it, it just making yourself humble to the petitions you're asking God. Hannah's prayer in Samuel 1.11 is a great example of this type of prayer. When she went to the temple and she prayed for a son, she prayed for Samuel. She couldn't have a son. And she said, Lord, I humbly, I, I ask for you to give me a son. And in turn, Lord, I vow to give your son back, my son back to the Lord for service. You know, interesting enough, I have prayed supplication quite a few. I've asked God, and some people would call it bargain with God, but no, it's a promise I give to him that if you do this, God, or if you could please do this, Lord, not if you could, but if you could please do this, Lord, I'll give you this back. And that's what was what happened with Samuel. Hannah got her prayer. Samuel 1-11 says, as she vowed a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if thou wilt indeed look on the affliction of thy handmaid and remember me, and not forget thy handmaid, but will give unto thy handmaid a man-child, then I will give unto the Lord all the days of his life, and there shall no razor come upon his head. Lord, it is amazing the miracles God gives you in prayers of supplication. Samuel came to worship the world through prayer and was given existence and direct answer to God. He was born of a praying mother whose heart was full of earnest and desire for a son. A praying mother, a praying parent, a praying friend, all powerful things in supplication prayer. That was prayer number three. Prayer number four is Thanksgiving. Perhaps we've all neglected this type of prayer. An example is a meal prayer. You know, many times we eat sometimes, and, and we may say a prayer, but we may just assume. But, you know, we really need to be praying on our food. Jesus at the Last Supper is a great example of being thankful. He knew that the cross was approaching him, and he gave thanks to the Father as he broke bread and drank with his friends, his disciples. Matthew twenty six thirty says, As they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it and broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take this. Eat, this is my body. And he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of this, for this is the blood of the New Testament, which shall be shed for many for the remission of sins. But I say unto you, I will not drink henceforth of this cup of this in vain, until the day when I drink it new with you in the Father's kingdom. And when they had sung a hymn, they went to the Mount of Olives. This is so powerful, you guys. At his, at his point where he knew he was going to be given up for us, he gave himself up for our sin. Um, it just amazes me even the thought that I could even think 
to do that, um, which is why I'm not God or which I'm not Jesus. But the fact that he gave himself up and he had Thanksgiving during that time. He had Thanksgiving in his darkest hour, really. And for us, can you imagine giving, having Thanksgiving when you're about ready to get, be given up or being assassinated or being killed? He had Thanksgiving. There's some great souls that do this, but this is this is what you need to we need to be doing as Christians. We need to really be praying and, and being thankful, thankful for all the things that happen to us. So that's prayer number four. And prayer number five <coughs> is spiritual warfare. Oh man, there are different types, right? Dealing with yourself. Your mind is the battlefield, right? Uh, repentance and forgiveness, dealing with Satan and demons. Remember, we wrestle not with flesh and blood, but uh, principalities and powers, right? Um, Ephesians 6.13 says, Finally, be strengthened in the Lord and in the strength of his power. Clone yourself with the full armor of God so that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against rulers and against powers and against rulers of the world of this darkness, against spiritual forces of, in hev- of heaven, I mean of evil in heavens. For this reason, take up the full armor of God so that you may be able to stand your ground on the evil day and having done everything to stand. Important prayer as you go out into this world. Uh, as much as we love being here, the world has evil in it, and we need to bind ourselves up in the name of Jesus and put his armor on to protect us. So that's what you've learned. You learned the five tops of prayer. I'll go over those again. Worship and praise, petition and intercession, uh, supplication, thanksgiving, and lastly, spiritual warfare. So what, what should we do with this? We should reflect on this, right? Our next step. The first step was to learn. Now we want to reflect. How are you praying? Daniel 9.18 says, we do not make requests of you because you're righteous, but because of your great mercy. This beautiful excerpt of Daniel's prayer on behalf of the Jews exiled in Babylon shows us the proud truth about prayer, that God answers all prayer because of his mercy, not our good works. Many believers think that uh, good works obligate our our, our act of uh, help and mercy with God. And God does call us to live holy lives. It's not obedience that moves God to answer our prayers. It's his mercy. So we need to remove it. So let's reflect upon that, you know, a little bit. How are you praying? The next one is if I adjust. You know this, now you know how you're uh, praying. And this takes three areas that I'm going to mention. The first is awareness. Do I pray in the five ways or just limit my prayer? Time commitment. What is it that God would like me to pray for? What is driving my prayer and how am I acting on it? And the third thing is balancing the prayer types. Looking at the types of prayers that I've given you, how will I balance these prayer types if I'm not already doing so? How will I do that? So again, reflect on the prayer that you're doing with awareness, take time to pray in different ways, and then balance your prayer types. I always say in order to maintain this, after you've kind of identified and adjusted, you maintain it through meditation, being attentive to the awareness of today's study. How will you integrate it into into your daily act? 
How will you practice this? Remember Daniel 9.18 says, we do not make requests of you because of righteousness, but because of great mercy. How are you simplifying mercy and listening to God, what God says? So all of these things are really important. And I hope that these have uh, touched you a little bit. And we're going to close in prayer. Remember, these studies are very short, in, in uh, at least 20 minutes at the most. And then let's pray and, and, and work on this. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for today's study. I want to thank you for Edge God in. Because so many people are edging God out of our lives. I'm, I'm, I'm thanking you, Lord, for being able to pray in the different forms of prayer, Lord. Let my praise, my petitions, my supplication, my thanksgiving, and my prayer to warfare prayers just reach you, God, in a heavenly way. Let me take time to be aware and put time commitments and balance these type of prayers so that I can pray the way you'd like me to pray when you need me to. God, I thank you for edging God in daily into all that I do say and think. I love you with all my heart and soul, and thank you for the ability to be here, to be able to teach and reflect, identify and just, and maintain in your word. Amen. Thank you all. Continue to champion your human potential in Christ by listening to our Edge God in Bible studies and other biblical things that are out there and available for all of us. Have a great day.